0: Who Is Your Ideal Client, Episode 59. Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit With Law Podcast. I am your host, the creator of the Firm Differentiator 10x Effect, Moshe Amsell. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Profit with Law. I am your host, Moshe Amsel, And today I wanted to take a trip back to some marketing basics and talk about your ideal client. But before we even talk about that, I want to bring your attention to uh, the fact that I talk a lot and I, I don't know if I talk about it enough on this podcast, but in many of the uh, presentations that I give and uh, the, the free webinars and masterclasses I've been running as well as the paid workshops and events that I do, uh, I spend a lot of time talking about uh, being very specific about choosing one practice area, one specific uh, focus for your law firm, so that you can have a unified approach to your sales and marketing efforts. So you can have a unified approach to your uh, your efforts in- internally, as far as uh, where you're going to focus on process development and and improvement and so on. So there's a lot of benefit to, for no other better terminology, to niching down into a specific, not just practice area, but a specific uh, service type or service area within within a practice area. And this is, it's been uh, talked about, trying to look back on my in the podcast directory here on Profit with Law to see which episode uh we dealt specifically with this on and um not finding it as oh here we go episode 29 why choosing a niche will skyrocket your firm so if you have not uh listened to episode 29 yet uh go back and listen to that as a precursor to this episode because Before we talk about who your ideal client is, uh, you really should know what is the specific practice area and the specific niche service within that practice area that's going to be your focus when you move forward. And from there, we can have this conversation about an ideal client now what is an ideal client and why is that so important so an ideal client is exactly what it sounds like it's a client that is ideal to you meaning they check all the boxes to make you happy or thrilled to be working with them Uh, and we'll talk about what those boxes that they're checking are and how do you figure this out but The reason it's important to know who your ideal client is is very simply because how you market to them, how you find them, what you tell them to get them to buy from you, uh, all of those things are specific to that person. Uh, So for example, uh, if your ideal client was a uh, wealth Uh, manager in a uh, multi-million dollar money management firm, and you were looking for this client, and you went to a seedy part of New York City where there's a big constituency of homeless individuals, and you walked up and down looking for this person, you wouldn't find them you'd be looking in the wrong place. And this is just an example of what we tend to do sometimes uh, when we do our marketing. Case in point, if your ideal client doesn't use Instagram and you're focusing on Instagram as your social media strategy because everybody's talking about how Instagram is the next big thing, then you are wasting your time and you're, you're, you're in the wrong place. You're barking up the wrong tree. So uh, we can give examples of, like this all day long, uh, but it's really important to know who your ideal client is so that you know where to find them. It's also important that you speak the same language as them. Uh, you know, if your ideal client is a busy working mom, then you can talk to them about things like laundry not getting done, you know, not being able to have dinner on the table for their family because of because of the work that they're doing, right? Um, now, obviously, this, what does this have to do with law? Well, if you're an employment law and you, your focus is on women who are working, who might be uh, getting discriminated against or things like that, then you, the language that you're gonna use in blog posts and social media posts is gonna be centered around things that a working woman would resonate with. Uh, whereas, if your if your ideal client was you know a, a single middle aged dude, then having that messaging on your social media posts is not going to get their attention. They're not going to look at that. They're not going to be interested in that. So you understand uh, from these examples why it would be important to to really identify who this ideal client is and it's more than that because you take this ideal client on a journey and that journey begins with your initial marketing efforts with their first connection or their first uh first time they get in touch with your brand uh and this can Play itself out in different ways. So if you're doing interruption based marketing to get their attention, if you're out there trying to uh, put ads in front of them on, on Facebook or, or LinkedIn and stuff like that, you know, then that could be their first touch point with you. Or if you're more of a responsive, uh, marketing, meaning people are looking for a solution and they're finding you. So a good example for this are criminal attorneys primarily are responsive marketing where you're, you're using Google paid ads maybe, or SEO to get people to find you. Then their first interaction with you might be your website and your website, the colors of the website, the font that you choose, uh, the layout, the, the, the way the pictures are presented, all of those lend themselves to a specific type of person uh you know if i came across a attorney's website and there was lots of pink and lots of cursive curly font on it um not that i have anything against uh female or female scent and an ad scent or or website scent um and that's just the terminology that they use for what it, what it smells like, right? What it, when you first look at it, what does it smell like? Um, I w- would not necessarily, as a guy, be attracted to that site. I so it might stop me from looking further at whether or not that is the right person for me, because obviously they're targeting females as their as their ideal client, and therefore mission accomplished, right? You, your purpose is. When you want to attract your ideal client, you want to push away your non-ideal client. So our marketing has two jobs. Our marketing job number one is attract my client to me. Bring me the money, right? I de- um, the The objective number two for marketing, the purpose number two for marketing is keep away the people I don't want to do business with. So push away somebody who is not a good fit for my firm. And you do that by getting really clear on who your ideal client is and making sure that everything around what you're doing, the look, the feel, the taste of the words that you're saying, the images you're using, the fonts, the colors, everything that you do should be aimed at your ideal client and at the same time be so out there and obvious that that is who you're trying to reach that it pushes away other people. And this is is also why it's so important to niche, so important to choose a a specific area within your practice area and, and stick a stake in the ground and say, this is what we do. This is what we're good at. And the reason is because you want to push away the other work and at the same time attract everyone who needs what you do. Uh, You want to become the specialist known for that specific thing so that you're attracting a ton of that work and you're able to streamline your processes around that. You're able to get your your marketing message so dialed in. Uh, So I don't want to go too far on and down the rabbit hole of niche, but it, it, it keeps coming back and I want to keep reiterating it because that is one of the biggest issues that I see. Just today, I got an email from somebody who's looking for coaching and I asked some basic questions to see if they're a good fit to work with me, but I saw what their email address was and I took a look at their website. And the website is terrible I mean if you go to the services that we offer it's got a list of practically every legal service that you can think of is listed there and yet it's obvious that this is a solo practice with only one attorney now what kind of client is somebody like that going to attract they're going to attract somebody who's looking for the cheapest person to get the job done If somebody is looking for uh, a solution to a problem that they're willing to pay for, that they're willing to pay good money for, they're going to be looking for a specialist. They're going to be looking for somebody who specializes in what they need. And therefore, this individual, this attorney, is never going to be getting that work. They're always going to be fighting for these cheap clients who are, you know, are going to negotiate at the hourly rate. They're going to fight with every bill that you send them. And that's the type of client they're going to attract because they are a generalist. They're not a specialist. And therefore, they're not able to command the respect and the fees that somebody who this is what I do and this is what I'm good at. If you want somebody who you know can, can be a jack of all trades, then go find yourself another attorney. If that's the position that you're in, then you can command higher fees. You can be selective on who you take on as clients. And you can have a screening process where you screen out the crazies, right? So going back to your ideal client, you need to start to get familiar with who is the person that you are trying to attract. So how do you figure out who your ideal client is? Well, there's a very simple exercise that you can do, and that is to close your eyes and think about all of your experience as an attorney. And think about any time in your career that you just loved working with somebody like you literally couldn't wait to get on the phone with them and talk to them about the, their specific matter uh, you you know you were just you were just excited to have them on board and you kind of like were like oh i wish that every client would be like this client Try to think of when you encountered somebody like that. There could be more than one time. Hopefully, there's more than one time. But most likely, the, the client that comes to mind had no problems paying their bill. Their bill was always paid on time. They were responsive to you when you had questions, when you asked for things. They got it to you quickly. They appreciated you. You know, they, uh, they understood the value that you provided and they respected the value they were receiving. Those are usually the qualities that dictate your happiness with working with that client, right? It's a two-way street and because you got what you needed out of the relationship and they got what they needed out of the relationship, that made for a wonderful experience for both of you. So if you can think back to that experience, now start to pay attention to who was that client, uh, what specific work were you doing for them, uh, and and what characteristics can you think about them? You know, was it a corporate client? Was it a personal client? Was it a man, a woman? Was you know what what was their age? What was their experience level? Uh, you know, and and just think about anything that stands out about their situation that you can correlate to your experience with them. And that will start to form an opinion for you uh, or a vision for you of what your ideal client looks like. Now, that's not to say that once you get this dialed in, that you're going to only get this perfect client walk through the door. What's going to happen is is you're going to get similar models to that client, uh, but you're going to be much closer to where you want to be than, than you otherwise would. So you'll still have people who might fight with you about the bill. You'll still have people who might be slow to pay. You'll still have people who might not appreciate you at the level that they really should. Because that's just going to happen as you put yourself out there, as you market, you're still going to attract people who are not ideal, but hopefully you're starting to experience this satisfaction level at an increasing rate than what you experienced before when you get this dialed in and you're able to target your ideal client and market to your ideal client. So The purpose of the episode today is just to help you start to think about this and to uh, formulate what this ideal client uh, is, looks like. So, again, I I think that you need to first identify the niche that you serve, identify where your focus is going to be, because if your ideal client is in a totally different niche or industry, then you have to question, you know, why why did you have this positive experience with that client? Was it specific to the work you were doing with them, or was it something else? And if it was specific to the work you were doing with them, you have to go back to the drawing board and say, did I have I decided on the right niche, the right focus uh, here, or or should I be revisiting that? Uh, but most likely, what you experienced with that client wasn't specific to the the type of service or type of work you were doing for them. And it was more about the interaction with the client. That's usually what creates that level of satisfaction. Uh, So some of the things that you might want to start to think about or identify about the ideal client that will help you in your marketing is to think of their ideal day. Think of what is, what do they go through? And when they go through the motions of their day, uh, what is it like for them? and And particularly, you want to focus on some of the emotions that they might be experiencing as they go through their day. And the reason that this is important is because your when when you when you go out there and you market whether it's on your website whether it's in a blog post whether it's a social media post or whether you're doing paid advertising, um, uh, online. It's important for you to be able to talk to your potential customers, talk to your the audience that you're trying to reach in a language that they would resonate with not just that they would understand not just that but that they would look they would listen to you and they would basically or read what you wrote and they would say oh my gosh he's talking to me i can't believe she's in my head that's that's what they need to be saying when they're reading your stuff when they're watching your stuff when they're listening to your stuff and the way that that happens is by getting very clear on what is the emotions that they feel as they go through their day? what because I can now talk to those emotions. I can trigger those emotions. Um, you know I can I can uh, uh, be empathetic to those emotions. So you want to pay attention to positive emotions and negative emotions that they might be experiencing throughout the day. And getting clear on who, and their ideal day and their desire to, re- to resolve a specific problem is going to be the key to your future marketing efforts. Uh, so if you haven't thought about this before, I encourage you to go through this exercise to literally sit down, close your eyes, and think about any of these super positive experiences that you've experienced as an attorney. And then look at who that client was, and really dig into uh, what that meant for you, and how what it was like to work with them. And um, doing that is going to is going to help identify the attributes of this person that you're trying to find. And uh, once you once you know what that is, you want to identify you know, their ideal day, and really put yourself in their shoes. Now, sometimes you you can't do this if you don't have somebody to talk to about it. Uh, You can only assume so much and get it correct uh, if you're not that person, right? So uh, you might need to get on the phone with some of your past clients who were these picture perfect clients to get some of these answers to think about and just ask them questions that would that would help you get an insight into what their day, what their ideal day is like, what challenges they have. So this may be easier said than done because it might not be so easy to reach out to somebody uh, who's a past client, depending on what your business is, what practice area you're in. Uh, but you'll have to you'll have to uh, figure this part out on your own uh, as to how you can execute it. So I hope that this is helpful to you uh, today. I wanted to go back to the basics for marketing because uh, if you don't have this stuff down, if you, if you, if you haven't focused the niche of your firm, if you, if you don't know who your ideal client is, anything else that you're gonna do, you're going to be wasting your time and, and money doing that because you, you, you lack clarity going into it. So, you know, it's like, it's like knowing that you have to, you got to drive, uh, I don't know, you got to drive cross country in a very short period of time. So you need to do it in a Ferrari, but instead you uh, you get an old station wagon and and you set out on the trip like you're you're just you're never going to make it to the destination in the time frame that you want to uh you know if you choose the wrong vehicle and that's going to happen if it's going to happen just like that if you don't get these things cleared up uh, up front so don't waste your your time and and money on marketing efforts until you're able to you're able to really clearly articulate this you're able to, to clearly define it and figure it out uh, so that is all folks uh, i will catch you on the next episode thank you so much for joining me i appreciate you and if you found this episode helpful go ahead and share it with at least one friend of yours uh, help spread the word about the profit with law podcast Take care. Thank you for tuning into the Profit With Law podcast. Your feedback is extremely valuable to us as well as helping us reach more people with this valuable content. Please leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast directory. Join us again next time when we are back with even more strategies to profit with law.